Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm all out of ideas, just like this franchise. I mean, I'm Alex. <laughs> and this week, we are talking about Predators. I put no emotion into that. Just like this franchise. Hey, I kind of like this one. Okay, that's that's your that's your prerogative. <laughs> okay, so so what are we doing this time? Oh, Predators, right, yeah. <laughs> We're almost done with this madness. Thank goodness. Okay, so so came out in 2010, uh, directed by Nimrod Antal Antal. Probably saying that wrong. Sure. His first name is Nimrod. Just <laughs> that's that's all you need. That is a biblical name, sir. Yeah, it's a pretty good director. Uh, uh, let's see. The Rotten Tomato scores. It has a 64% critic score and a 51% audience score. That's kind of weird. Interesting. The audience score is usually much higher than the critic yeah. score. And it's usually not that much lower. How many of them are like super Predator fanboys that are like, you can't touch the original? Probably yes. <laughs> so I'm just oh. going to say, no, this movie has problems, but I yeah. like it a lot. Tyler, give me your best thing and your worst okay. thing. <laughs> so my favorite thing... Well, after the abomination that we will not discuss from last week. Yeah. My, my favorite thing has got to be the uh, the sword fight between the Predator and the Yakuza member. Because that's pretty legit. Do they, was, gi- do they give him a name or is it just... You know, I don't know. The Yakuza guy. Does he ever actually, like, say anything? Yeah, he says a couple of okay. words. No, no, you missed that while you were looking at your phone. <laughs> Kept saying you're missing important character development. <laughs> God damn it. No, no, because... Uh, Topher Grace's character is like, wow, you talk? And he's like, yeah, I, I, I don't talk that much because, uh, or, or Topher Grace says, uh, you know, why, why don't you ever talk? And, and he holds up like his hand and he's missing two fingers and he's like, I talk too much. So huh. apparently he, he okay. said some things in his past and he That's lost cool. fingers for it. So now he's become mostly silent. Yeah. Um, the setup for the fight is a little weird because he just finds like a, a katana and it's like, oh, yeah, he finds it uh, on or a Lawrence, samurai sword or whatever. Like, Burns, uh, ship drill. It's like that's that's a little on the nose. Like a lot of stuff in this movie, but um, whatever. The the actual fight's pretty cool. That's all I'm saying. I enjoy it. Um, what's your worst thing? My least favorite thing. I think it's it's the the declining care. I'm. It's it's forcing me to have about this franchise, predators in general. I I think that there's still a lot that could be done with Alien if if the right person got on it. Um, spoiler alert: I don't think the right person got on it for Prometheus. Um, we'll get there. We're talking Damon Lindelof, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Lindelof. So so we've talked before in the last the last few podcasts about how. The Predators are very... It's very bad about establishing what their motivation is. And it just doesn't, like... Like, we never really get a clear idea of, okay, so this is what they're trying... Like, they always seem so overpowered. And I just don't understand what, what purpose it there is in them hunting humans. Like, I get, it's like, oh, you know, they're supposed to be toying with them, I guess, or whatever. But, like, there's literally no reason why any of these movies could not be ended in the first five minutes by the Predator just literally lasering everybody. Like there's just not like they all they have such overpowered weapons. No, because I'm imagining like the counter argument yeah. of like, well, you know, when you go hunting for like deer or something, you have a gun, and my but, res- my response to that is, yeah, but the gun doesn't have auto aim, and the gun the, the shoulder mounted laser thing has and, auto aim, and the gun isn't like a, a, a you know 
overpowered space weapon. It's yeah. it's although, a rifle. Although th- this movie yeah, makes it very yeah, yeah. confusing how much damage some, the laser actually does. Or do they have multiple weapons that we just don't tell the difference between or what? Because sometimes they just like utterly explode something in a bad CGI blood explosion and sometimes... You're totally right! They blow up Lawrence Fishburne but then they shoot both both Walter Goggins' character, the, the inmate, yeah, yeah. and... Uh, and he... Who else do they shoot? They shoot Nikolai, the Russian yeah, guy. Yeah. They and shoot him in the back. They and both still conveniently want... survive long enough to struggle against the Predator. Maybe it's just the fact that they were shot in the back. That's it. Definitely. <laughs> but, like... Mystery solved. We can go home. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just so... <sighs> They don't they, establish... they have to charge up their weapons. It's video game logic. Sure. You have to charge up the weapon. <laughs> they never explore but but like this they never explore at all what the predators deal like sometimes it's like, oh I get like in Predator 2 it seems like it's kind of like a ritual type thing for them to be hunted. But then again, this predator should have been able to just murder murder death them all. Like there's no reason for them to like take any like if they're just trying to hunt, there's no reason that when you when you go to hunt as like a, a an actual human hunting uh, animals, you're not out to like toy with your prey. You're trying to pr- like at big game hunters and stuff like that. They're trying to bring down the big game. Yeah, this is not the humans are not big game to the predators. It's the the only reason the human humans ever defeat the predators is because these predators are very incompetent. Yeah, and and like and because of plot conveniences and stuff like that. Like it's it's I like I love the predator design. Yeah, like it's a very cool uh, movie monster, but it just does not work for me at all as a concept because they just don't ever take the time to establish. Okay, this is why you know the predator will sometimes kill them in certain situations. Like it's just completely up to the the whatever the writers want to do at that point in the movie. Yep, um, I can. Agree. And that that has made me just get to the point where I'm just and it's. I was talking to you about this a second ago. Um, that I, I I'm I'm feeling more justified than ever in putting aliens and predators in the same series for us, the same fran- like combining the franchises, because there's such a parallel in in the the two where it's like you know the fir- the the first movie of both of them is uh all these characters um get you know involved in the situation with this otherworldly creature and then it ends up hunting them out one by one and then one of them survives and managed to get, or I guess. Did two of them survive in the first one? Is it just Arnold? I'm trying to remember if the, the girl, girl survives. Yeah yeah, 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 okay. She actually makes it to the chopper. Right, okay. Um, but either way, like, you know, barely, you know, anyone survives in, in the, the first movie. And, you know, there's all this mystery built up around this weird creature. And it's slowly developed and everything. And they're, they're you know, thrillers and all that stuff. But then the second movie is effectively the same thing because it's the same predator plot where the predator is slowly taking all these people out it's just hey it's a different location it's just hey now we're in the city which which works even less because then it's like okay so why is it killing these arbitrary people like you know in yeah. the jungle it can find all these and it, but but here it's just like why does it have any reason to go after these specific people and like and and we talked all about that in predators or not predators predator 2 where it you know gets increasingly convoluted and then you know an alien versus predator whatever <laughs> i don't even want to talk about those i don't even want to address those at least we're justified in keeping those together because oh, yeah the same if you movie, pull but... those into account the continuity and all and, and the all motivations what, and what it sets up about the yeah. predators and, and the pyramids and what yeah none of it yeah. makes yeah. sense we've we've discussed all those myths too this one we get right back to the same deal with the first one only 
I mean, yeah, pretty much, pretty much it is exactly the same thing as the first one, where it's just, like, very... We have no idea why the Predator chooses to kill them in some situations, some they don't. Well, this one still doesn't make sense, because this one, they're like, this time they, they pull people from yeah. Earth and take them to this planet. And they never establish how they do that, either. Or, or is this, like, a separate game thing from just sending one Predator to Earth? Like, yeah. And... Why are yeah. they doing a different thing? Yeah. Um, and then it's just yeah it, it's very i don't know um and then the, the thing that and the, and i think maybe the reason that i i appreciated aliens so much in the podcast we did on it um it's aside from it just being a very good movie it takes the mythology it, it looks and says okay so what did they do in the first one they created this really interesting thriller uh, really you know the horror mystery type thing and you know we revealed this so we slowly revealed some this the background of this mysterious alien thing and you know we we had a character survive and it was this you know it was this very triumphant journey thing all right so what are we going to do now and they didn't they didn't just say hey okay let's just do the exact same thing somewhere else because they realized everyone already knows the alien now I mean, if you haven't seen the first one, that's that's fine. But they, they realized that the first one was popular, and they were like, okay, so we've got this character from the first one. We're going to have this character come back. We're going to have that character uh, be kind of like our, our window into the last one if you never really saw that one, and that character's going to be able to explain everything for you. And then we're going to have all these new characters get introduced to them. But now the aliens the aliens themselves are not going to be the mystery because they're we're going to see a lot more of them. Yeah. We've established the alien. We get the alien. We understand what it is. Now we're going to see it a lot more, and we're just going to use it as an enemy. And then, you know, now we're going to build up on the mythology with the Alien Queen reveal instead. And now we're going to make that the kind of slow build. And they're layering on it, and they're going further with it, and they're, they're doing something with it, and they're making, creating a new dynamic by having it be group versus group and be, you know, people with actual weapons versus the aliens. They completely change the situation. Whereas Predator, Predator 2, and Predators are all pretty much the exact same situation. They're just in different spaces and different situations. Like, hey, like they, it's a they new, it's a new group. superficially different situations, but the actual plot of the movie is exactly the same. It's a new group of people, and some of them are slowly getting killed off, and they're like, what's going on? And then slow reveal yeah. the Predator. I'm so tired of uh, shots of the Predator in the first act of the movie looking down on all the people and watching them stare in its general direction while it makes clicking noises and sees their heat signatures. I am so tired of that. And they do it in every single one of these movies. They do it in the Alien vs. Predator movies. Like, we don't get what the alien... We know what the Predator is. Stop it. Move on. Do something better. <sighs> yep. Like, I, I can't fault this... I, this movie... And we'll get, to, we'll get more into, like, some of the other problems that this movie has on a movie level... But I can't really fault it for working with this this screwed up foundation. It, it, I can only really fault it for not trying to do something better with it. But it's it's just like broken the at least the predator side of this for me because like I I feel like there is in, unless someone really you know uh, ambitious and like someone really innovative gets on this franchise that it, if they ever assuming they ever bring it back I think isn't there one plan for Shane Black's working on it right yeah Shane so Black. Maybe, from the first yeah, movie. Maybe he'll actually know what he's doing. And Director of fan favorite Iron Man 3. <laughs> hey, we like Iron Man 3. That's a legitimately good movie. Fanboys need to get over it. <laughs> I, can, I can agree with that statement. If you like what you like and don't I like mean, what you, you don't, don't like, I mean, whatever. if you don't like it because the Mandarin twist or whatever, I mean, that's your prerogative. But <laughs> I, I personally think you it, it, it 
Just you need to look past that. Like <laughs> look at it on its own terms. Whatever. <laughs> Again, our disclaimer: we don't want to make you. You know, we don't want to hate on you guys for having your opinions, See, and that's I, totally I feel, fine. I, I feel a lot more. I feel it's a lot more necessary to say that when we like expressly just like hate a movie, yeah. Versus just just fine, yeah. Which is kind of what this is. Although I think I liked it significantly better than you did. Yeah, you did. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it's... I mean, you liked it better than Predator Two, right? Yeah, I would say so. Just because Predator Two goes so off the rails and and goes right down that same line of just like I completely have no idea what the mythology of this universe is anymore. Question. If somebody had said at any point in this movie, even if it was like briefly like in the background, you wouldn't have been able to catch it if you didn't have the subtitles. I know if somebody had this. said, want some candy, <laughs> would this have made it an A+. Plus? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> God dang it. And I, 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 I haven't even said my favorite and least favorite thing yet. <laughs> I wish they'd done something like that too. Because Again, we'll get to this, but there's a lot of like very on the nose, like just clunkers of of dialogue to like look, look up at the planets in the sky we're gonna need a new plan like cuts is is that a is that a jaws thing that they're ripping off there the way he says it is very much a jaws thing that they're ripping off no there. i came back to stop you <laughs> and it's a very just like we're getting the a, words for this dialogue people <laughs> there's a lot of lines like that where it's just very like for lack of a better word, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I don't know. It's it's. The, this feels very much like a B movie that's just yeah, upgraded. Yeah. I I think that's very fair. Which is funny because the Alien movie was said to be like a B movie that was upgraded, but that actually had a legitimately <laughs> good story. Yeah, yeah. Just because it was yeah, it it stayed on track. Yeah, might be the but and it dialogue was a lot more important. Anyway, do your your favorite and least favorite, and then we'll. we'll My favorite thing is Adrian Brody. That's fair. I was thinking and about... I've, and I've heard, like, he is actually a big problem for a lot of people when it comes to this movie. Because just their preconceived notions of him, of he's just, like, a tall, lanky kind yeah. of guy, and he's supposed to play, like, a hardcore mercenary in this. I totally buy him. Yeah, he he is... I Especially, would, like, when when he goes shirtless, like, he looks I would argue he has fit. the best, like, performance of the movie. And I think, he, I think it works a lot better. I think he has the best performance of any of the Predator movies. That's probably fair. Um... Like I totally buy him. Like he totally becomes. Yeah, this yeah, character. yeah. No, like he works really, really well in it, and like I like it. It's a, a lot shame more that this is as the he... only one that we're gonna get with him in it. Yeah, I like. like I would have loved to see his character show up in an Alien vs Predator movie. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like. Could you imagine him, Sigourney Weaver, and Arnold Schwarzenegger just like together? Yeah, like the trio. Fighting I mean, aliens and predators. Trio in quotes. I, you know, Adrian Brody doesn't quite. Uh, excuse me, the Trinity. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. That that makes it and better. Then, and then Danny Glover comes in. <laughs> Token black guy. Um, but yeah, it's it like he work. He does work really. I like him a lot. Like I I don't really get that whole lot. Um, it's preconceived notions. Yeah, like, and it's like oh, he's not Arnold. Yeah. I, I don't know. I enjoyed a lot. Um. In fact, I really like pretty much the whole cast. I really don't have a whole lot of problems yeah, with any of them. I would agree. I think some of them do get terrible lines. I think they're better cast than. I feel like they're one of these movies. I mean, obviously, both the Alien versus Predator movies. I think they're there's only one. Than, obviously, the Alien versus Predator. They're better than that. 
Um, <laughs> you should just say both of them don't exist. Just Pretty much. They might as well not. Um, <laughs> but then that makes this this whole series of podcasts pointless. I'd say they probably stack up with Alien Resurrection, which, if you haven't listened to our Alien Resurrection podcast, sounds like a, a, a diss. Yeah, but we actually like that but movie But we actually a lot. do like that movie. Like, like, we... I don't get that. That's one of those movies where I just don't really get where that hate came from it's the cloning ripley stuff they, yeah people, yeah I, I guess there's it's it, it is a kind of a tough pill to swallow but yeah, if you're yeah. able to swallow yeah. you um, enjoy it we went over that before but yeah um Jeez, we both gave that b minus <laughs> yeah uh oh i haven't said my worst thing yeah my worst thing is when lawrence fishburne shows up because he that that whole just diverges yeah. kind of just bombs the movie for a while and it's literally pointless um, the only thing they get out of it is, oh hey, there's a ship. Yeah, we there's a ship, and they they couldn't have just had them say, hey, we we walked by this giant ship while we were running away from the predator camp. Look at that. I, if they had had Lawrence Fishburne stick around to the end of the movie, uh-huh. sure. Because but it's it's such a it's such an obvious like plot divergence because yeah. it starts with they're running away from the predators. Lawrence Fishburne finds them and is able to hide them. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne goes crazy. Then, then we have the section where Lawrence Fishburne goes crazy and they're on the ship and they get the Predators back on their tail and then a couple of them die, but that doesn't matter because they could have killed them off if they just kept running through the forest. Yeah. And then it ends back with Lawrence Fishburne dying and then the Predators are chasing them again. Yeah. So we, we've... They move locations, I guess. It just stops the movie. Like, yeah, it's it just... It comes to a, a dead halt. It's just like a chunk almost where they, they're trying to find an excuse to give the characters time to breathe so, so that they can develop them instead Which of I doing mean, something better with it. In a movie like this, you do need but like moments for them to breathe, but you also need to... Do still, it organically? You still need to progress things. Yeah, but it, should, it should be, you know, bit by bit. Like, it should, it should work very organically into the movie yeah i don't know yeah it, it's it's just, and, and lawrence fishburne is is creepy i will say oh he gives a great he performance works, uh, like i, like I said the cast yeah. all over the place is great it's just I, i'm just also imagining because i'm wondering if they were thinking this possibly when they were writing the script of like what if that was danny glover yeah let's just put danny yeah. glover there as the crazy guy and they, they the that would be him back into another another crazy adventure yeah but it's not. <laughs> um, That'd been great if it was Arnold. Or that. Why is Lawrence Fishburne fat in this? That didn't make yeah, a whole no. lot of sense. He's to been. Me. The, he said, if well, he's by himself, like just scavenging on this planet, I don't. And he's been there for ten seasons, whatever. I guess that doesn't necessarily have to mean like. If the seasons are just like the Predators, dropping, I guess it could be a shorter amount of time. I don't know. Yeah, that seemed. That just seemed weird and not because they didn't have the budget to, to put him through like a crazy workout regimen i guess or to make him to, to pay him enough I mean, to make him do that it's not necessarily a problem it was just a weird thing. yeah it's just a weird thing it's it's kind of like a I, I i don't know if you've ever watched lost but hurley on i think that's his name oh lost. The I haven't big watched, guy on yeah lost, i haven't watched yeah. lost in a, in a long time but like that you know where he and, and like I think they try to address that in the plot a little bit, but he's always huge after like months on this island, and like it doesn't really make any sense. Um, that's a similar thing where it's just kind of like if the actor is like that, and you know that whatever it doesn't really work a whole lot. But yeah, um, secret underground pizza on the island. Something only like that. he knows about it. Sure, it's whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> 
How do you feel about the cinematography? Oh, I love it. This I movie do really is like so it. well shot. Yeah. It's it's it feels very vibrant. I will, I just love the the way this movie looks. It, like it that, does that and the acting was what kept me going. Yeah, like I yeah. was never really bored, even when we got to the Lawrence Fishburne stuff. It does it still look good. Keep it does get a little monotonous at times. I will say. Yeah. Like, like oh, and that's yeah, it's, more it's, jungle. Yeah, um, especially after watching the whole first movie where it's all in jungle. Yeah. And now we're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, more, more jungle. jungle. Yeah. It's it's a little overdone but i mean it, 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 it's still lots of pretty shots lots of cool angles and stuff like that i do really like it and uh, great editing it yeah. wasn't just constant every freaking yeah. second yeah, yeah, we definitely. got a cut i could tell what was happening and it wasn't way too dark during the dark scenes yeah. Yeah. where i couldn't even see what was happening uh-huh i like it a lot um i don't know what what, what are some other major i feel like we had a we we had some other things we well, let's let's talk about something very important what's that i thought i was gonna have to have like an intervention moment type thing for you but uh, apparently not because this wasn't really that big of a deal Topher grace oh yeah yeah because okay yeah yeah I, we completely forgot to address him if you uh, haven't seen our spider-man 3 podcast <laughs> see, Ty- tyler went off on Topher grace so i i own i hold no ill will towards Topher grace it's just kind of like a how i i hold no no ill will towards um crap on I'm tired mine is blanking um Tobey Maguire there we go um I, I hold no I I have no problems with either of them as as people or as well I kind of have problems with Tobey Maguire as an actor but um <laughs> like I just think they were very poorly cast and this movie he is I mean he is right for the role and he does a good pretty good performance actually like like I'd say quite good like I, I enjoyed it but it's just why does he keep getting cast as these like no motivation crazy villains that like just don't like have any you don't have any sympathy for oh i didn't i didn't like that at the end how like the only explanation we got of his backstory was like i'm a, uh, on back uh-huh. on earth i'm a murderer uh-huh. i'm a freak uh-huh. but here i'm normal and that's what is that? that is all so we you get. expect to just like chill with the predators you think that's gonna work what I could have been great if he was like, I don't know, befriending everyone. If he was a lot more friendly and yeah. open, just because he knows they're all like terrible people. But he he doesn't really do that. He doesn't. So it, he acts just. It kind of like feels a like guy. it kind of feels like they like flip a switch yeah. at the point where he gets trapped in the ship. Like he's getting he's running through the hallways and he gets cut off from everyone else somehow. And um, then they they like after that point, it feels like he suddenly just starts like like being a lot more like sociopathic in the way he kind of like treats people and like oh you know you can't leave me here you got to take me like like it feels like he gets a lot more to the point where you would expect him where like it makes sense for him to like they suddenly realized in the script oh we we should start like we, we definitely gotta ramp this up yeah building speed something it up, so that speed he, it up. Yeah. he seems more manipulative and yeah i would have liked it a lot if he if that had started at the beginning where like it or like maybe show him like turning people against each other a little bit or something like that by trying to be friends with it i don't know i feel like you could have done something a lot more interesting with that did they start killing off people too early because the first one to go is danny trejo yeah do you think they started killing people off too early (sighs) not really because i feel like they needed to start paring down the cast yeah it's just kind of like, why did you get this many people in the first place? I mean, or this many like like 
Like, I'm thinking, well, I mean, I guess not major actors, but, like, this many actors who seem like they're supposed to be, have a, a role throughout the entire movie, and I guess it's supposed to be, like, misdirection. I don't know. And it doesn't, it doesn't really feel jarring to me or anything like that. Um, yeah. It's a fine film. Fine sure. film. I enjoyed it a lot. I Again, I, I keep coming back to just the writing. Like, there's... there The, the plot's, you know, very... Pretty much one direction. Like, it's not... You know, there there's no real interesting dimensions to anything. They do a little bit of the... Oh, I, I, I like the fact that we get to the point where, where he leaves. This, again, I think has the... Is, is a problem with the Lawrence Fishburne plot. Because I like the fact that um we finally... Like, we get a... a, a protagonist group or whatever in a, in a movie where they're just real willing to just leave them yeah like like for, for when they do that with like danny trejo and stuff like that that's kind of refreshing it's like oh yeah you know they, these these guys are hard of military they, they know what they're doing they they don't need or they don't have any loyalty they they just want to get off and they know that they're going to get killed if they like like uh, that's refreshing for like once or twice but then it kind of gets to the point where you're like wait why do i care about any of these characters when they're such just complete jerks to everyone and like don't care about anyone but themselves except and, for Alice Braga who's like the one nice person yeah yeah um well I guess Nikolai's kind of nice yeah um but it's still like they 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 make that so so they make that like a deal big deal where it's like oh yeah we're we're leaving everyone and it's like okay I I, I guess that's or that, that's fine or like like they all kind of get on board with it and you, it feels like they're trying to like build some momentum with that like sort of like extra layer but then the Lawrence Fishburne thing just interrupts all of that and like there's the part where, where Nikolai goes back to save Topher Grace but they never address that again yeah. or anything like that so then like if they if they talked about that then it would have been like oh okay you know they're they're furthering that plot line but they don't really so it's just another way to kill somebody off and then they come back to it after like everyone's dead and Topher Grace is has his foot like clamped uh huh like they break that that plot line for like half an hour of the movie and we don't feel like we're like it doesn't feel like there's any tension or conflict about that and then it suddenly comes back up it's like oh I guess we care now uh, wouldn't it be great if they made a lot more of the movie instead of Lawrence Fish, uh, Lawrence Fishburne stuff if they, they did the whole there are other aliens on this planet that the Predators just drop off to hunt it's just the humans are kind of stuck there yeah but I mean if it's a low budget movie I mean did we ever figure out exactly how low budget this is let me figure out yeah. because it does Robert Rodriguez likes him some low yeah. budget movies and you can definitely kids. you can definitely tell um, there's there's some bad CGI in this movie for sure um <laughs> fine with it there's some there's some iffy stuff and i mean it's not it's not ridiculous it. but especially like the part where the lasers just like blow people up or blow aliens up it's, <laughs> it's very obvious yeah, that didn't look very good um and there's a couple of other wonky shots too uh but i mean i don't know it's also kind of the fact that we see like two other alien creatures like i, I do i do agree with you that it feels like we don't get any variation Google is telling me the budget was forty million dollars. That that is I can buy cheap. Yeah, that 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 is cheap for this kind of movie. Yeah, that's impressive. Honestly, like that if, that was if well That's done. the truth. Yeah, um, I kind of want to give this movie props now. <laughs> but fair enough. Um, props so it can uh, not go over its budget while while getting better effects. 
like actual props. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, and that's that's another thing too with the alien stuff. Uh, they establish that there's like in two classes of predator. I could not tell the difference between them. I could tell the difference between their faces. Like, once they took off their mask, and, like, you could tell which ones were which based on the masks they had. But once they actually start fighting, and they're just but kind of at the end when they're brawling, each other. you cannot tell at all which one is which. And the, I, during the movie, I could not really tell which one was which. Yeah. But it's like, oh, they're supposed to be fighting, and one's, like, a bigger breed, and they hunt the other ones, and it's like, the other ones are, the small ones are the normal predators or whatever or something. Uh, but then why why was the... the, the the smaller version why was that the one that we see in the first two movies yeah i the predator lore makes no sense it really doesn't it's contradictory and with every movie. movie they screw it up even for yeah every movie they come up with another way to just like they don't try and fix the other problems they just try and like well the, the, rip the, the new real holes question is do is is this one just supposed to be a sequel to the first one maybe because they specifically say hey the, what happened to Arnold did happen because they yeah, Alex yeah, yeah. Braga brings that up but they never addressed the second movie yeah. uh, that's fair I, I'm really surprised she, she wasn't like oh we also got a case where, with this cop in uh, yeah what, was it Los Angeles sounds right, right. Sounds yeah right. Where, he had, where he also had to fight off one of these things yeah. and he gave like an exact same description yeah I don't know yeah that was it does see it does kind of seem and that would make sense because it's like oh you know they had aliens and we have predators so like I, I can i can follow where they come up with that it's just um i don't know that, that's very possible that might be what the idea is in which case at least then the only continuity problem if they're just wiping everything else out is is the uh the predator hunting wonkiness but well still the the lower class predator going to earth and then the upper class. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm very confused. Who knows? Um, yeah, because at the end of Predator Two and Alien vs Predator, they have like the the super high class rich predators that are just there at the end or whatever. <laughs> at least at the end of the a AVP, because I remember the high he's, predator he, council. He's, he's got like the super cape, and he's got all this yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. anointed on him. And it's like I. I don't know so, what to so tell so you. Are they the high class ones, or or is it like recently this new breed of predator came out and just like completely overtook them? Yeah, I, I got nothing for. I'm it. thinking more about it than they did. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Um, well, I like the action scenes. Yeah, for the most part, they're not too bad, and yeah, they're well shot. Um, like I said, just some of the effects are a little little bad, but it's not ridiculous um something i will 40 say 40 million dollar budget I'm, what's what's the name of the, 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 the female actress alice braga i also just realized that they only had one woman in this which is kind of i guess that they're all supposed to be military but um that makes sense um i am kind of glad that they didn't get into like a super creepy vibe with having one female yeah except except for uh what's his names the uh, guy from hateful eight Walter Goggins. Yeah, uh, his his random comment at the beginning. Uh, oh, we're not he's commenting on her butt. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not family friendly, but I mean, not by much. But uh, it, yeah, he he uh, just like like throws up. I found him strangely endearing, yeah. even though he's a terrible person. <laughs> but it's like again, we don't. At one point, he tries to kill one of the other guys for his gun, or not? Tr he tries to threaten one of the other yeah. guys for his gun, and we don't get it. It's 
I want his little rant. Dude, I want a gun. You've got two yeah. guns. I want a gun. Like, it's not... It's just holding, like, a little shiv. It's it's the kind of thing, and this is a problem that, that I feel like happens in movies all the time, where we're supposed to think that this guy is the bad guy and they're not. It happens in Spider-Man 3. It happened in uh, Suicide Squad. We'll get around to that eventually, but, like, that's just a random side note. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> um... But like there's there's little bits here and there or there there's lots if of movies. If you liked it, it's fine. <laughs> We're all fine. There's, there's lots of movies that do that where it's kind of like there's nothing to or like like there's supposed to be these like like terrible people and then we never actually get anything about that, really. Like there's not a whole lot of you know, oh, you know They're, they're terrible in name only. Yeah, it's like we're told they're terrible if they're actually generally rational and none of the actions that we see actually reflect that yeah yeah and so and it was kind of refreshing to have him just openly talk about these terrible things that he's going like when when he's talking about what he's going to do when he gets back to earth he's going i'm gonna i'm gonna snort so much cocaine and rape so many girls yeah it's just like (laughs) and tover grace is just like um and see that's what i'm talking about okay where we're like Topher Grace acts I love like, that yeah but but I was saying like like that's what I was talking about too where there's like this switch that turns on for him where they're like oh we need to start making him more cre- more manipulable like it feels like they don't do that at all yeah. when it when that's like a time where you think he would have had some sort of different reaction do you, do you think they were writing the script and assuming because this budget was so low they didn't <laughs> write it with that much time yeah and they get to the end, and they're like, "We need another twist." Maybe. What if we have That's this possible. guy yeah. third act twist? That's and very then, And then they didn't like do rewrites for the first two yeah. acts. Right. That would make sense. Um, and we should we should mention that. by the way because we talk about Topher Grace going crazy too. Um, also, did not really like that Lawrence Fishburne like kind of grows crazy and the, like the idea is that he's trying to like smoke or to, to suffocate them so he gets their weapons and stuff like that but he's also just kind of like yeah I'm crazy so I'm killing you and, he, and he's talking to like a voice in his head yeah which like he keeps is, just like looking off to his side which is something that's just very hard to pull off in movies in yeah. general I think like I don't know no but it's, what I was saying like, I, I like that they didn't like over sexualize Alice Brock yeah. or constantly make her oh yeah we're finally getting back to this like, yes. like a threat to sexual violence in the movie yeah just because she's the one female character. I Except saw... for kind of at the end where it seems like Topher Grace might be about to do something. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was really afraid. That they were going to actually show something? No, or... no, no. I was really afraid that when Topher Grace starts, like, neurotoxins her and then starts going on this rant about how he's a bad person. Yeah. I was really afraid he was going to say something about how he is a rapist, so he's a predator too. Oh, I thought for for a split second, goodness, I was like, did not "Oh Lord, don't do this, please, <laughs> no." Um, but yeah, thankfully they did not do that. Um, I was gonna say though, I don't really like what they did with her character because it feels like she's supposed to be the same kind of character that um, Adrian Brody is. Yeah, but Adrian Brody does it better than her. So, like, there's a couple of moments she has. Like, at the end, she, she shoots the predator or whatever, and uh, she does the compass thing. Um, well, I, I, I do really like that, how it's not just, oh, of course she gets saved at the end by Adrian Brody. Like, she saves him, too. I mean, yeah, but um, it feels like throughout the movie, though, like, that's the only point where she really, like, does anything, saves him at all. Like, it feels like they still kind of relegate her to just... The, it feels like they relegate her kind of to the, the uh, female character in Predator. Like, the first Predator. 
where it's kind of like oh she's just the side character who's following along or whatever and, and she's just gotta like move along with everyone else and what like it it it, it feels like they 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 set her up to be this really awesome character and then they don't really do anything with it because they want adrian brody to outshine everyone and be have all these crazy survivalist tips going on that kind of bothered me a little bit it feels like they didn't really do it and they also is a, there's also a weird part where um she uh recognizes the predator at their camp and then like doesn't address it, she knows that they can like hide from it with mud and stuff like that and then she doesn't address it at all like she or she she tries to like hide the fact that she recognizes it when yeah because like they immediately get into an action scene it's like okay that explains why and she's then, not able to talk to them yeah, about yeah, it yeah it's like sure but then they, they they fall into the waterfall and then they go into the little cave underneath it and then Adrian Burger's like, you 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 recognize that thing? I saw yeah. it. Like, and he has to it? like pressure her into opening up about yeah. it. It's like why? I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Because she was terrified and she didn't want to believe it. I sure. Even though she's a hardened military expert who knows all about it. Um, send you a predator plant. See how you, <laughs> see how you fare, buddy. <laughs> send you to the predator planet, Bob. Um, yeah, it's. And that's another thing too. Is that uh, this is probably my last like major thought? Unless you've got anything else, um, the uh, the mud stuff. They do that again. They 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 do the Arnold fight again with him with with Adrian Brody. And it, although I liked how they added a little bit more to it, where he starts this huge fire, and that's what blurs yeah, the Predator yeah. vision. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but overall, like I'm just saying, like it feels like the this movie it it does that it does the the even though the even though again the fight is better because we actually see it and it's a it's a well shot fight but where the guy um the yakuza member stops to to take on the last or one of the predators and then you know just like they had in the first movie where the guy stops to, to hold it off even though we don't see that fight and one of the guys has to have a minigun because one of the guys has a minigun and everyone remembers the minigun from the yeah, first one yeah and it's it's and of course they have to get to the ship like they, at one point Adrian Brody says let's get to that ship and it's like get to the chopper like they obviously could not find a way to actually say get to the chopper but they do the same thing that'd be great if if Lawrence Fishburne's like yeah I've got some of their, their books and I've been reading their language <laughs> it's called and, a chopper and, and they call it their ship they call it a chopper it's really it's spelled, weird. It's spelled really weird or something like that. No, it's spelled Choppa. Like like how <laughs> Schwarzenegger would say it's spelled Choppa. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, and there's a couple of... Like, I, I mentioned the Jaws thing. That, that that thing where he says the new... Or we have to... We better... we Or we're going to need a new plan. It yeah. sounds exactly like the way... The line, we're going to need him in a new boat is delivered. There's some... He... When he when he's about to try and kill um, Lawrence Fishburne, after Lawrence Fishburne is talking to his the voice in his head, he says... Say goodbye to your little friend. Which is just the worst. It's just the most terrible thing that's ever made Here's in the, the film. Thing. The way he says it, I could almost be convinced that they did not... <laughs> like, they completely were they not didn't even think that. about that. The way he says it... <laughs> that would be even better. It, either it's a testament to Adrian Brody's acting or their utter incompetence in not recognizing famous lines from movies. <laughs> take take your pick. It's like uh, uh, Michael Keaton and the other guys where he keeps referencing TLC songs <laughs> and they keep going, like calling him out on it. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> God. Come on, man. Nobody says creep three times <laughs> if they're not referencing TLC. <laughs> I, I, I swear I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Um, you have anything else made to say? 
I don't know if the mic picked that up. That was a very loud motorcycle it outside. Was. Um, the music. Yeah. Did did the the little bits where they brought back Alan Silvestri's music bother you at all? Because I know that that bothered you. No, a I did. Bit I did actually in, like it in the first. I, movie. I feel like this movie because it didn't have the it didn't have the weird off the wall music when they're just walking through the jungle. Yeah, yeah. It was like okay, the action's ramping up. Let's bring in that predator it, it, cue. It was a lot more subdued. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's fair. I did, I did like the score overall. I yeah. noticed it a couple times, and I was like, "Yeah, it's good, good stuff." And I, I loved how they brought back the the song that plays in the helicopter in the first movie <laughs> for the credits. God dang it! But you had to shut it off. I did. You ruin everything. Correct. Got anything else? So it's a fun time at the movies. Sure. Even though or this, this movie's, on our couch. This movie's been out for, what, six years? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, are, are, we, are we ready to do, do them scores? Yeah. All right. What you, what you got? I'm, I'm right on the edge. I'm sure you are. I, I think I got to go C-. minus. Oh my god. I was between C minus and D plus, and I think I'm gonna go C minus just knowing that, that that this movie now know now that I know this had a forty million dollar budget. That's that's fair enough. I'll I'll give it I'll give him that one. I think that splits the difference on Predator One Predator and Predator Two for me. Predator you gave C plus and yeah. this one or Predator Two you gave D. Yeah, yeah. And the first A V P you gave D minus, and then we're not talking about that other one. Correct. I think I'm going C plus. Okay. C plus, uh, and and just give everyone context. Uh, the first one I gave a B minus, so just right above this one. Yeah. And then the second one I gave a C minus. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just I just love how off the wall that one goes at the end. <laughs> we're we're such opposites. And then AVP, the first one I gave a D, and then no, we're not talking about that second Correct. one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. I'm not looking forward to next week's movie. Prometheus. Yay! I'm not a fan of that movie. Hey, and that's the thing is, I started. Hey, it's like this one. It'll look pretty. So we got out of. That's true. We it'll got out pretty. of. That didn't do a whole lot for me for this one though. Prettiness only gets so far. The Avatar. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, Drop the mic. I'm, I'm walking I'm, away. I'm ignoring your comments after you hijacked our aliens review for that or whichever one it was. Hey, I I felt the need to discuss <laughs> James Cameron's directorial style and storytelling methods and how uh, it has changed over time. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like after I'm ignoring you, <laughs> Alien Resurrection. I after that one surprised me with with how much I actually did end up liking, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe maybe you'll like one of these last four. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna like Prometheus because I've seen it before, but I was like, maybe one of these next three will do it for me. No, not at oh, all. Can, can I just say once again, because I did like this movie, a C plus is actually a positive review for me. Yeah, like I I still think people they they completely do not understand film ratings in a lot of ways because to a lot of people it's kind of like B or above that's the really? only good score I, I feel like it, it's it's like if you're giving it like a number rating like out of 10 yeah like if you give it like a 6 out of 10 it's technically above average yeah so that's technically a positive review yeah 
But people are like, well, you didn't give it an 8 out of 10? What's wrong with you? Like, I feel like a lot of people are skewed upwards yeah. in their scores. That's fair. I, I, I like that, that fancy bell-shaped curve. Like, right <laughs> down the middle Normal is your average. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's how I do it. So, so a C-plus for me is slightly above average, which mm-hmm. is what this movie is to me. I can agree with that. But you gave it a C minus. I mean, uh, not with your oh, it, it, with it, your your my explanation overall, of your okay, review. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you assume because I gave a movie like a C plus or a B minus, that means I didn't like the movie. That's that's not the case yeah. at all. And if I gave a movie like a C minus or a D plus, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. I Yeah, we're doing Prometheus next week. That's going to be fun. I'm going to have fun with this. All right. You can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. You can find us uh, online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. And you can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. I I already know what my least favorite thing about Prometheus is going to be. I already know. Okay. It's going to be Lindelof. Oh, that's fair. It's no matter what. It's it's Lindelof. (laughs) He's not even in the movie. Is he, though? Are you sure? Are we sure? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. all right are, are we good i think good, so good to go all right everybody thank you for listening yeah. check us out next week or whenever we get around <laughs> doing for me you know we we say you know we try to do it at, at least you know every other weekend yeah <laughs> we'd like to do it once a week but i feel like with this one you're just going to try and weasel your way out of it it's like hey hey tyler maybe we should watch prometheus now it's only week five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay rogue, everyone. Happy Ann Arbor Day! <laughs> <laughs>